and running. Okay, welcome to 2020, 2021. Welcome back, it's been what, three years? <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I guess I'd like to apologise first for the six-month hiatus. We won't apologise. We've been a tumultuous time, hasn't it, really? It has, and you can't expect us to be sat here during these times of turmoil, <laughs> pretending like we're okay. <laughs> Talking up the nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Well, when was the last one? June, June or July, wasn't it? It was July, yeah. And that was a COVID check-in as well. Yeah, well, we checked in once. You can't expect us to do it every week, all right? Yeah, now that turns out we're still in COVID. So, um... no, seriously, like, you know, I think we said on our socials, we've got nothing to really talk about. No one's lives have really changed. We don't really get guests on, so we just like the sound of our own voices too much. But we're, we're back now, um, 2021. Um, and, yeah, I mean... Explain the last six months in 30 seconds because that's all we're spending on it. I probably need 10 seconds to be fair. <laughs> Not a lot. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think um, when we, with the last podcast in July, we were talking about we we're looking forward to like, coming out of COVID. It was all, it always felt just around the corner, didn't it? But um, here we are in the toughest lockdown yet. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the last six months, we, we've actually done a fair bit of this like virtual speaking and and workshops with organizations which has been good um and i guess more importantly we've been setting up our workplace platform which is a employee development software called dose uh which a lot of you all know we've been running in the background for the last few years uh, as a face-to-face business and we've essentially been setting that up uh covid proofing it but future proofing it to uh, to change workplace development Ugh. tech entrepreneurs it's annoying to get another tag isn't it but <laughs> another one they put that next to the mbe now the least techie entrepreneurs there is on this planet yeah it's, it's, it, you know what you know like we'd obviously say that oh yeah we miss adventure and stuff but oh, it has been we've just been sat at a desk eight nine hours every single day and we which yeah i was i was thinking about that we, we always talk about a learning new things which we have been doing the last six months and b being outside of our comfort zone which is very much being sat at our desk for nine hours a day is well outside the comfort zone yeah it's been uh it's been a challenge but speaking of challenges nice segue there um very nicely done you know i actually think Midsummer, when we thought we were going to come out of this, we actually started getting somewhere on the adventure front, didn't we? We had some nice ideas. We kind of landed on um, what was potentially going to be our next one. And then obviously shit hit the fan again and it's kind of been paused. And we haven't really been, you know, able to do anything. We were going to go do the North Coast 500 cycle up in Scotland, which I am so fucking happy didn't happen because <laughs> you just dropped that on me like for those, those who don't know so we both we, we have a friend who works for um a bike company or used to called uh, bmc and troy down in australia absolute legend sorted us out with two bikes two like i don't really know the difference between bikes but apparently phenomenal bikes yeah very very good yeah and 
like so we, we do a bit of cycling here and there i'm very 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 pedestrian now and again if the weather is perfect the moisture is <laughs> and right. the cafes are open yes our cafes are open you are a semi-professional zwift cyclist oh, i've got so, weirdly into it haven't i yet well like i'm obsessed with zwift so you know <laughs> you, you're into cycling you are you know would you say a bit of a cycling nerd yes I, unfortunately that is what i've become exactly so you're into it and that's great like perfect and then you just dropped dropped on me one day you're like yeah mate so it's been researching i'm pretty sure we should go and do the north coast 500 in scotland and it's like okay <laughs> interesting like pit, pitch me <laughs> pitch me on it and you're like mate it's gonna be sick send me all these images like amazing images which i'm pretty sure weren't even from scotland uh, <laughs> you're like mate we do it and, and, and my my mate's gonna come and then he's gonna film it all so like, right <laughs> Who's your fucking mate? Who's some? Um, what was his name? Is it Ali or something? Ali, yeah, that's it. Absolute gun on a bike, like fittest man in Europe. You're a, <laughs> yeah. in, the Zwift champion of Milton Keynes, and then you've got the little fat lad on a tricycle behind <laughs> you. I remember part of the cell was that I'll carry the bags. <laughs> yeah, I'll carry mate. It's, like, it's not the carrying that's the issue. My legs. It's, it's the cycling the 500 miles, um, and, and, and in the winter. Yeah, it, I mean, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's like <laughs> four inches of snow. I, I'm so glad. Yeah, in in hindsight, I mean, it would have been. It's a postponement. It's not a cancellation, but it's um. Oh, it's, it's a postponement. I've got. Yeah, you've forgotten about it completely. It's definitely in hindsight. I think it's probably a good thing. I think what was happening. I was getting to the point where I just needed to do some sort of adventure. Get outside. I feel like I've achieved something other than sitting at the desk and ticking off, you know, work stuff. Uh, and that was like, seemed like a cool thing. But actually, in hindsight, I mean, we had it all booked. We had the overnight sleeper from Houston to Fort William, whatever, where it starts uh, or Inverness. And it was all good to go. And then literally the the December lockdown got announced like a week before we were going to go. So, um, yeah, got a full refund on it. And the week that we would have been up there, it, it, Scotland actually got dumped on snow. It would have been nigh on impossible, especially on the the ultra racing carbon road bikes that we've got with 25 mil tyres. We'd have been... Yeah, we, we'd have been in huge trouble. So, um, yeah, probably a bit of a... Or definitely a blessing in disguise. It would have been... Um, would have been carnage. Probably, probably would have been fun to look back on, but if we'd have survived, that is. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that got put out of the way. And then I think we needed to fill that potential of achieving something with uh, with something else. And obviously, we everything had been stripped away, like possibilities. So it had to be super simple for what we could do um, and also a challenge. So we landed on this running challenge um which is kind of like an advent it's called a calendar run where you essentially you can't call it, you can't call it advent no, no no unfortunately that has been trademarked um there's six people in gloucester who do that so um that's been trademarked but it's a it's it's a run where you run every day and the the date dictates the distance how far you run so um on the first of the month you run one kilometer second two and tenth of the month you run 10 kilometers um and we thought, yeah, this this will be decent. We partnered up with a charity 
uh, tree planting organization with a simple mechanic for people to get involved and um yeah we naively just kicked off on the first with our well, first week was lovely wasn't it was and i think you know I, I remember when we had the idea we were on a call actually with um all birds who we're ambassadors for and they, you know we were kind of trying to come up with ideas for to just to do something cool in december to hopefully give ourselves a challenge but also hopefully like inspire and motivate other people to do something similar and i remember just on the call and it was like oh, maybe like it was like you know do 100k in december or something which is like yeah i guess that's quite cool and, and then i remember us being like what about almost like an advent calendar doing the same like the distance of the date dictating the distance and it was like yeah all right let's do that and then we sat down after and it was like is that gonna be hard and it's like actually when you start thinking about after the 10th it's like right okay 10k that is for us 10k is a big run for us we're worth saying that we ha- we don't run we're not like um not leisurely runners the odd 5k here and there yeah. um, threshold isn't it really yeah so it, um yeah just to just to float that obviously we um and the marathon podcast i think demonstrated yeah. that we were, the fact we were off games for about three and a half months after that yeah that marathon podcast <laughs> demonstrates a our total lack of running experience and b our stupid naivety to not learn anything and just commit to a running challenge again so yeah but it was yeah first week was you know 1k 2k 3k fine laughable <laughs> yeah like a piece of piss and then <laughs> remember getting to like 9 10k and it's like right okay like this this is going okay like quite enjoying it the weather was a bit miserable but fine and then i remember doing that i remember we spoke on the phone on the 10k one it's like we gotta do 11k tomorrow and it's like and then i think it dawned that the difficult thing wasn't necessarily the distances which were obviously tough but it was it was the recovery that was the issue definitely um and i remember it was on the 11th that you know my foot started hurting and i started being like well actually i like 100 was like i don't even think this is doable yeah that's the thing isn't it is usually i say usually if once in a blue moon we just we ran eight or nine or 10k randomly you know we'd feel that for six or seven days and you know we wouldn't run again obviously um for that period of time um but with this like the 10k doesn't seem like a long distance you know the 15k and a one shot thing is totally fine but it was the between then between the 10 and the 15k you know you'd essentially have to run 40 odd k (laughs) quick maths um and that was it it became about not trying to like any any potential thought about how long it would take you or pacing or anything like that was completely thrown out the window i remember thinking like the middle the middle patch like you said from 10 to probably 10 to 20k was purely about getting through to those last few days it was just like managing the because we had no our bodies hadn't adapted to like running they they hadn't they didn't have any mileage in their legs that time that it would usually take to recover i remember just thinking like my legs are not are not ready for this at all so the same like the 12 the 13k or the 16k like the first 45 minutes of that was literally like starting up an engine again and re the whole thing i'll like 
be like hobbling along thinking like what is going on and then it finally started getting into the run and then i say into the run very slowly but like then finish finishing again it's like fuck and then i mean luckily we're kind of surrounded by people and on our instagram and stuff that were sending support we had the legends at four or five as well um sorted us out with essentially a daily like routine recovery kit so muscle balm like this vitamin d supplement and uh the cbd spray so it was like i mean probably wasn't gonna have challenge sleeping anyway with all that running but kind of felt like we were doing everything we could yeah. in that position um and then it was just kind of down to us and it was, it was a proper battle i'm convinced that muscle rub so i thought my calves were considering i have chicken tenders for calves anyway they were like i was convinced that they were actually going to fall off my body at one point they were so <laughs> and um that that muscle rub i'm convinced actually worked yeah is you know I, I was pretty religious with the foam roller and the the rubs and the sprays and everything and um you know if without that i 100 percent would have had to give up early doors and, and i fucking i had to cheat caveat i can't really wear the crown here um i had to do two sessions on a uh, cross trainer just because i my foot was absolutely fucked there's a bit of both wasn't it you had a you had a real bad foot and it's like it's very time intensive the thing and you were looking at a new house somewhere like you know, I, I, just fucking, I was viewing a house we also had quite a busy period at work yeah i was getting to like well that's when i went to david lloyd to do it like nine <laughs> years it was like the gym shuts in half an hour it's like you are joking uh, <laughs> but i'll tell you what 20k on a uh, cross trainer is something i will never be doing again <laughs> <laughs> ever in my life maybe that, that'll be our uh, february challenge this year <laughs> trying to take off 20 yeah. on I, was, I don't think i've ever been so depressed in my life just staring at a wall just we yeah. just lined up next to pregnant women on the cross training <laughs> just you're there sweating it out but it's what was i found interesting about it was like as much as i despise running to an extent like sometimes it's nice to go for 5k but apart from that i kind of avoid it was actually when it started getting really tough 15 16 17k i actually quite enjoyed it and i enjoyed the fact that you know we we were 100 miles apart or whatever but i knew that you were out doing it in the pissing rain like the weather was so bad wasn't it but it was a challenge it was quite I don't know. It was actually quite empowering some of the days when you're running and like torrential monsoon rain, freezing yeah. cold, and you, you, don't, you don't see another person. Like, yeah. And we're in lockdown, so it's even quieter. So I remember doing like 15K um, just on the roads, like just purely running on roads. It was so quiet. And it was actually one of those moments like um, it actually felt pretty, pretty cool to be out doing a challenge. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I actually found it really like positive to just how i was feeling every day anyway even though it was only taking up an hour or an hour and a half or two hours towards the end of it um it was i think just like knowing that we were going to do it every day 
took a load of the you know the battle that everyone has with themselves if like you know i'm gonna gonna go out for a run like can i be asked can i not i do a go it's raining now like and there's a thousand different excuses but when we'd lined up this challenge where we knew we were both going to be doing it every day it that decision was made for us it was just about going and doing it and then i think we've kind of realized at least like halfway through that if you could get it done in the morning like a there was a bit of a smugness of having like completed it already but also gave you a bit more time to recover for the next day instead of like chasing it the whole time but it definitely felt like a an ongoing like it was a really weird one for me like it started obviously easy with the distances and then it got savage around the i think probably the maybe the 13 to 18 19 days or something and then i think when i've gotten through that part of it it started to become a bit more fun or a bit more like, I guess work had probably settled down a fair bit before Christmas then as well as no one was replying to us. Um, and it was more about just, yeah, just going out and doing it. And, and it was quite good, but it did, um, it did also highlight the importance of like doing all those small things like the foam rolling, the stretching, the CBD stuff, the muscle rub. Um, and if we didn't do that, he just went out the door and tried to run. There's absolutely no chance. What I found weird was actually the first 5K were always a little bit iffy because that was yeah. essentially the warm-up. And then I found the next, let's so say on the, remember the 20, 20K or 21K, whatever it was, like 5K was horrible. 10K was actually quite enjoyable, like, you know, just kind of listening to music or podcasts or whatever. And then the final 5K was always absolutely horrendous yeah getting through it but it was I'm, I'm i'm baffled honestly i i was very 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 doubtful that we would make it through mainly because of injuries but also just because i'm just not used to that distance yeah um, and, and i think that was a good thing that there was there was a high percentage chance that we'd fail and I, you had a, a physio session didn't you and yeah, yeah. physio that you were with was like knows people who've tried it who run and they tend to drop out around 20k yeah definitely um and i think what was also like pretty amazing actually was when we announced the challenge we kind of you know we wanted to get people involved and that could be running one day it could be doing the first week it could be doing the 10k the big milestone kind of distances and to begin with we had i think we had about 10 or 12 people kind yeah. of doing first bits and then a couple of people dropped off because you know it's as you said earlier, it's a massive time commitment. Like you, 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 it's two, three hours out of your day every single day. Yeah. Uh, when you get to a certain point, and uh, but we had like two, two guys um, who did the entire thing with us, like Toby and Niall. Niall's obviously in London. Toby's actually down in Australia, which doesn't count because it's too warm. <laughs> um, and and actually knowing that they were going out as well, like on the 18k, on the 19k. And kind of that community there was was actually a, a, a massive help because it literally meant we couldn't not do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and having that obligation and that accountability, I think, is so crucial with stuff like this that the, the yeah. best thing you can do to succeed in something hard is to fucking tell everyone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's just, I think the single biggest thing you can do to set yourself up for success. I think the thing that... I found I was impressed by those guys doing it as well. Is they are runners. How 
how quick? Yeah, they're both they're both rapid. Like the the but the entire time, like every every run was quick. But I think, you know, as non-runners or like as like the exact opposite of that, like we don't have that self expectation to complete it in a certain time or like know how fast we can do things or know how to pace stuff like that. Whereas they do. So I, I think like, you know, I know Niall said he had a couple of days where he struggled a little bit and I l- looked at his time and it was still about 40 minutes faster than ours over 20 K. Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, I think it must be challenging because his expectation for himself so much higher. Whereas we were like, we just got to get through this to like the next day. Um, I'd love to actually go on Strava and add up the amount of time. Yes. Yeah. And Toby, the whole challenge compared to us. Oh, yeah. I reckon there'd be a 10 hour, 12 hour difference. Yeah, they, they definitely would have saved a, a massive chunk. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, they're obviously very good runners. <laughs> yeah. Their split time was like, I don't think it, tr- it went above four minutes 30. Yeah. The entire thing. 325k at that pace back to back whereas i reckon my average pace was probably six yeah over average some days like was essentially a weird walk yeah (laughs) weird man hobbling again it's like in absolute agony yeah it was um yeah fair fair play to those guys absolute nutters yeah very 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 good effort but yeah that that was the the total number of all those days added up, 325k, which it felt like a, um, what well, feels like a sense of achievement, like more than any like one day, that total amount of running. Well, if you take, you know, the charts that Strava, they give you of like your, your activity and it's like every month and then December and the curve's just like, what? <laughs> and it just goes, straight back down to normality so oh did someone else have his login for a month or something someone's nicked his phone (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was um that and that's like i mean that's a huge amount even like people like yeah like like you said going into the physio studio like which does all the triathletes and stuff around here they were like that's such a long way for like just for people to run and you know they would never do that you'd never do that distance unless you're doing that sort of thing. I mean, and then the guy was like, oh, I know someone who's done like a full month calendar run and done it in miles. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's ridiculous. But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, what was the, what was your toughest, toughest moment where you were like, this isn't happening, I don't think, or, or like, this is fucking painful. Um, I had a few, um, I won't lie. <laughs> there, there was one run, um, and I don't want to keep banging on about it like a little loser, but there's one run where my foot was really, really bad. And I had Did to, you lay foot? Yeah. I had <laughs> plantar fasciitis. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that was bad. And then there was one, um, I think it was the 21K. Well, I called you after like 3K. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm out. Like, I, this is like, I'm in absolute agony here. And you're like, just make it to 5K and then, like, see how you're doing. And I kept running. And I, I remember I basically was like, I changed my route and I just ran as far away from my house as possible to basically make it really fucking annoying to get home. Yeah. And um, 
the next 10k of that was the hardest of the whole thing for me like it was savage but then it actually got it was fine yeah and that was the day when it was torrential oh yeah and i got nailed by a lorry that went past through a puddle and it i got hit with this wave of water and it knocked my airpods out broke my airpods <laughs> there's like a queue of cars there like pissing themselves it was one of the, but i was literally like this is this is hilarious like yeah you just gotta got laugh well, at this. of course this is happening yeah um so yeah the airpods paid the price but i think yeah that that 10k was was absolutely awful and then the mind game was just i was just like you're an idiot what are you doing <laughs> what about you um i think i well i tried to like mix it up a bit and i actually ran with like one friend a couple of times as in like one day around with someone the next day around someone else because just having like someone to talk to made made it go so much faster not in time but like in feeling um and i think on day 14 i entered this like trail run like this trail event which was really fun it was like really boggy and everything and it was great it was like made it really fun for the day but it was pretty savage like really hilly and it actually ruined me for like the next four or five days so that was stupid um and then later on, I found, I think probably like the 22nd, 23rd, like those 22nd, 23rd, 24th, where it's just like, you know, you're out the door for over, well over two hours. And it's not, it's not really like quite a painful, like two hours. Whereas I guess the last, the last half of the Christmas Eve run was fine because there was that light at the end of the tunnel there. And then the Christmas day run, which I thought was going to be terrible, um, was actually okay with that point. We both got out the door quite early, didn't we? Um, yeah, Christmas day was a funny one. Like, yeah, both, I think we both got up at six and out. And it, it again, it was quite actually liberating, like pitch black, freezing cold, Christmas morning, no one else is up. Yeah. Um, and I basically just ran 12 and a half K that way and then turned around. And when I turned around, my the wheels like fully fell off. <laughs> oh my god, I was so dead. Like Christmas just started getting, right now. started getting like blisters, which I hadn't had before. So like, my foot was bleeding quite bad from a blister, which just on that day just happened. I don't know why. And it was almost like because your mind knows it's like this is it. This is the last bit of running. Yeah. Your body almost just just is like right meltdown like, I'm, I'm, about to, I'm about to give up on you everything's just falling off and i think it was the first time in the whole thing i was actually like out of breath i was like struggling to suck in the air because yeah. up until then you know i think we both found a very comfortable cruise control where yeah you're not really blowing the the cardio isn't the issue it's it's the muscles it's i was panting. Yeah. Uh, but it was you, you knew that you know within an hour it was all going to be over so it didn't really matter that much but yeah, Christmas Day, 25 kegs in the morning was was aggressive. I was so tired after. Really... Yeah, just no good for anything after. I mean, luck, well, not luckily, but obviously Christmas was weird this year. I was I was very much tier four, so no no one around. So conversation was dead. So it didn't feel weird. Like usually there's hundreds of kids, like four, but like kids and. <laughs> Like loads of family knocking around and it all starts quite early i suppose whereas this one was yeah a bit different but um best moment best moment um 
don't know. I don't know. I, I can't. I haven't got like a one moment where I was like, "This is oh my god, this is the best moment." <laughs> <laughs> Probably finishing then in that case. But there, there were loads of moments where I was like, "I'm actually quite enjoying this," and yeah. I and it, you know, it comes down to music is massive. I think yeah. what you're listening to, because if you listen to the wrong music or the wrong podcast, then it just sucks you into that vortex of negative chat and all you can think about is like when can i stop yeah um i had a good moment actually um i was running and a good friend of mine just had a kid um and obviously couldn't see them because of lockdown and stuff and i was literally i called him for a catch-up on the run trying to distract myself and 10 minutes later ran around the corner um and him and his wife were there with their, their kid, which was quite nice. It meant I could stop for like 20 minutes. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll stop, I'll stop. Well, how are you anyway? You need to go. And the car's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, you sit down. I'm sitting down for a while. Um, but it was, you know, there were moments when it was cool. Um, definitely outweighed by moments where it wasn't. But that's, that's I think, why it was so rewarding at the end. What about you? Did you have a moment where a little tear, tear to your eye? No, I think, I think that's probably the same. There's like... Um, Quite a lot of the time, I catch myself being like, I'm at, I'm glad, I'm actually glad I'm out running, even if like it's chucking it down or whatever. It's a few good sunsets and stuff that, or sunrises even that like I definitely would not have seen if I wasn't like doing the running thing. Um, yeah, rather than one one moment, I did think they were giving out. They're supposed to be giving out beers at the end of that trail run, um, and he didn't do it. He didn't give me a beer. So, <laughs> why? Don't know. <laughs> don't know. I think I think they were selling them, and you know, the old uh, the old sampling head that I've had just was like I went to grab a beer, and he was like, "Oh no, you can't have that." It's like, what? <laughs> there you go. Do you know who? <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, that's a craziness. But are you going to carry on running? Uh. Um, do you know, what? I, I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, I think I, I, I can see the value in having like a target to hit every month or something. Yeah. I was thinking doing something quite relatively pedestrian, like maybe even if it's just 20k a week or something like that. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's good going to be fair. Okay, 10k a week. I won't do 20 then. <laughs> no, but like that'll be four, yeah, four runs. 20k is a good effort, isn't it? Like that could be. You know, two tens or four fives or whatever it is. Ten twos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it could just, you know, I, I, I do see the value. I don't necessarily see the value for necessarily a physical benefit. So I don't run fast enough for it to really, I'm not gaining a huge amount from it physically. But oh. I think mentally it is, especially now, to go for a run, it does definitely sort you out. Yeah. clears your head you can think about stuff and it just gives you that that reward every day of being like right i've ticked something off rather than just sitting at the desk all day and then because it's very much groundhog day at the moment isn't it you do need something to definitely intersperse yeah. i would like to i would like to carry it on i'd like to get quicker like yeah. if i look if i look at like niall and toby i'm not i'm like i actually can't run that fast no. I'd like to 
at least get slightly quicker, like to a point where I feel more comfortable at a slightly quicker speed. I quite, I think I quite like that journey of trying to get faster. It's a painful journey though, isn't it? Really painful. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, maybe if you... I guess it cannot be if you do it right, but just throwing yourself into 325 kegs is a recipe for disaster. Yeah, I, w- I would like to be quick. So I think it's just like, I remember being relatively quick when I was younger. I think then when you just don't run for 10 years, yeah. you that quick. But in my head, it's like, I'm still absolutely gas. Yeah, I'm rapid. Can and I look at Strava and I'm like, I'm like actually like below average. Yeah, I'm actually at the, the bottom 10% Which, And it's the same on the bikes. So I don't go on the bikes. I just get dusted by like <laughs> blokes like twice my age and women twice my age. But um glad you put that in there what glad you put that in there all right fine um but yeah no i think i will to some extent there's actually a good if anyone is thinking about a january challenge to go along with dry jan and veganuary and and everything else um if you want to get running there is a challenge uh called the world peace band i think it is by war child which is basically a collective running effort for charity yeah yeah that, yeah that looks that looks great actually there's loads of cash being raised by those guys isn't there what's it yeah make sure i'm getting that name step band work world peace band hang on let me double check that war child peace band yeah peace band yeah um, basically for a good cause and they're basically trying to do the circumnavigation of the world combined so if you're looking for a challenge do that i might do a bit of that to be fair contribute three or four k yeah money or distance no no god no distance yeah yeah come here not cash not cash (laughs) maybe a 10 or 20 quid sure um but yeah no that's that's a good point actually um i mean we did we did talk about some little mental running challenge didn't we in uh in the in the grand canyon Mm, we say talk about it it's one of those things that you said and i actually just ignored you so <laughs> yeah kind of i think it could be uh what is it explain it i know i know what you're talking about so it's called the essentially it's in the grand canyon it's called the rim to rim to rim challenge where shock you run from the north rim to the south rim and then back again it's 41 miles in total um Obviously, people do it over the over the entire day. The record is something stupid like five hours, I think. Um, so not happening. Gotcha. But, yeah, but it's um, the mental thing about it is, in fact, let me get this right because it's a weird amount of elevation gain. It's like five think, five hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the um, obviously people love it because the scenery is unreal like nowhere else in the world do you start to run and just like descend for like ages i think basically you run downhill for seven miles then flat across the bottom of the canyon for seven and then up for seven and then obviously do it in reverse to come back um but downhill for seven would be yeah yeah knees are just shot to pieces God. um so yeah it's like 8,400 feet of elevation gain 
like over that which is for running it's just a ridiculous amount um so but a lot of people people hike it in like long days like fast walking and stuff um people are trying to do it fast are the ones that are absolutely bonked and are in the bushes at the bottom getting helicoptered out (laughs) (laughs) goodness sake um but yeah i mean it's, it's one of those things i think it's again it's come from spending a lot of time sat like i'm wanting to achieve something it, it would be one of those things that just be very cool to tick off and and it's like oh have you ran like the marathon it's like no but we've done this rim to rim thing it's like that's fucking cool we 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 spoke about this probably like we did ages ago didn't we three years ago because I remember we were talking about it and it was like running challenge, like, is it that cool? It's obviously a cool <laughs> place, but it's the running challenge. But we wanted to bolt on, didn't we? <laughs> we were going to do the rim to rim to rim, <laughs> then get in a raft and raft the Colorado River through the Grand Canyon. And then, <laughs> then I was like, then... We get picked up by a helicopter and and do our first ever skydive solo. Yeah, that is an adventure. That that is an adventure. That's like the we pitched that mental. That's like the most mental triathlon ever. It's like run to raft to freefall. I reckon we've got a deck on that somewhere. We definitely pitched that. I wonder what the best way of doing that. Maybe it's best to do the you run. And then you skydive, and then when you finish the skydive, like in the canyon, then you're straight in the river to raft it. Okay, you land on the boat. <laughs> Accuracy is probably not going to be there. Um, because the reason we didn't do it was the rafting, isn't it? It's like the permits, it's like a ballot system to get a permit, and like you can wait 10 years, yeah, without, and then you get like a few months' notice for yeah. the season. But and then we spoke to someone actually recently who was like, no, no, you can just you just fucking buy it. It's like, oh, okay, it's like <laughs> cost a couple of grand. Our research had just stopped when we got to that roadblock. But yeah, that's the um that's weird, the whole permit thing in national parks, isn't it? The running the rim to rim thing's the same. Basically, if you do it in over 24 hours, or you're gonna do it in over 24 hours, and you need a permit. Right. Obviously, you just say, I'm gonna do it in less than 24 hours, and then you don't need any permit at all. Um <laughs> So you've been out for three weeks <laughs> uh but yeah the rafting seemed to be different but we i remember we looked we did quite look into it actually didn't we like where we'd start finish Vegas. Um, it looks pretty crazy yeah i think it'd be the rafting would be great just raft i mean yeah we've done the old run to uh water or run to river thing before haven't we and it did it was incredibly painful but i think rafting is probably much less painful than stand-up paddleboarding yeah but no i would agree with that there you go all right let's we'll look we'll look into it again okay the, the thoughts are bubbling again it's all it takes is just a, a podcast spark right so when do we think the the next one of these will be right I reckon we we commit to one of these a month. We're not going to say we're going to do it weekly again until we have stuff to talk about. We don't want to just do these for the sake of it because it's a waste of everyone's time. Yeah. Maybe like once a month. <laughs> yeah. Update. Hopefully we get 
yeah more and more freedom and we can do more and more adventures both like little mini things and uh and really start to cement in some big boy shit yeah i think uh yeah when we're allowed to i i, I loved the the small micro challenge type thing that was voted for on the podcast i think that's great and as soon as we can start doing that again we will but yeah i mean that was the last thing we did before it all happened wasn't it as we were up in the lakes doing with the tesla um doing a little adventure up there in the lakes and, so, and then literally a the week after that was the last week of the rest of our lives guys okay there we go here we are all right perfect on that note enjoy uh enjoy the lockdown time i mean there's really not a lot going on the supermarket seems to be the highlight of the week um and that is that so thank you for listening if you are indeed still listening uh, if not fuck you um, <laughs> no, much appreciated and we'll, we'll speak to you soon bye guys Cheers, guys.